Good morning, everyone. Hope everyone had a great September month and some time to reflect on what you all hope to accomplish for your friends and families. Today is not a typical radio address where we primarily discuss about our specific goals of airmanship and economy every Sunday. For this week's episode, we need to take a look at where we are diplomatically, um, where we are diplomatically with certain global, um, with certain um, global regions. Excuse me. And lately, I wanted to discover and share my resolutions on our relations with the eastern regions from Asia and likewise the Middle East and Africa. But I want to specifically specifically focus on our approaches toward building relations with Asia and the Middle East from from these past decades. The United States has been an active global partner to cooperate with the Middle Eastern and Asian countries since the 19th and early 20th centuries, and we should remain active with our relations. As always, we will refrain from taking control over these countries and give them self-autonomy over the reins of supremacy and national leadership sources. Notably, we took control through our participation in wars such as the Barbary Wars against the early Ottomans, disputes over the Soviet Union, Soviet invasion of Arab countries, Afghanistan and Iran, and the war on terror for 20 plus years, which has been tolling and exhausting for many of us to witness. Seeing the United States withdraw its troops from Afghanistan since August 2021 and ending the 20-year American occupation of Afghanistan has been difficult to witness because I believe we failed Afghan citizens to provide the economic and military stability we have promised since, when, since we took over. Given the autonomy over to the Taliban forces, also known as the Islamic Emirate, and seeing them mistreat their citizens has indicated our epic failure in meeting the huma- that humanitarian objective we have set forth since 2001. The biggest defeat of America since the Vietnam War in 1975. The biggest defeat of America in the Middle East region since the 1979-81 Iran hostage crisis. The war has been concluded to save our taxpayers the money that can be used toward other national commitments, especially building better schools and space flight budgets. We need to do better with keeping our commitments to serve them well, without further risk of lives against terror, and ending our occupation at their places peacefully. I applaud President Biden and his team's efforts for ending the war gracefully, but we need to learn from our early failures of paying for war reparations that expend more bloodshed than peace and should have been used to uplift American efforts to save children from endangered livelihoods. Despite our success with maintaining the stability of the Korean region since the 1950s, relations with East Asia remain intense, and it is expected that the stability will be difficult to maintain if we make the decision that can escalate to another series of conflicts. Time does not permit us to detail the whole episode of specific events that are leading up to the current state of relations with Eastern countries, but I must say from my reflection that we are going to have to stand up against any form against any form of human right abuses and other forms of abuses through the United Nations and other global initiatives. Instead of having to take aggression on these countries, effective smart instead of having to take aggression on these countries. Effective smart diplomatic agendas need to be implemented to achieve this, and at this point we need to provide them the chance to bring stability through free voices and freedom of opportunity. We've shown them how it is achieved and done for so long, and now it is their turn to implement what we display to them, the art of self-sovereignty and free autonomy from foreign rule. Surely we cannot change our past or how we conducted our hunts of operation to combat evil in certain parts of these regions, but we do have a chance to make things right for American diplomacy.
Our global prestige does not transform simply by admitting these mistakes and leaving things how they are, but showcasing how we can move on and perform better initiatives that benefit the collective and other areas besides warfare. Paving the way to space exploration is one of these initiatives that we can do to help these countries follow our lead and appreciate our efforts. I want to contribute toward helping the globe understand that they can do the same thing we're doing to prepare for space. And that's why it's critical, it's crucial for relations with the East to improve to make this happen. I look forward to attending and hosting webinars in these regions to introduce them to space exploration and economic webinars through my support with open arms in the long run so they can follow that lead and attend our universities to contribute to our space economy. We can open doors for them to study and work at our institutions with open doors from places such as India, Pakistan, Philippines, and other Eastern regions to boost our global economy. America is a land of opportunity for all, and opportunities are for those who risk and take with them memories of what they accomplished for their heritage and themselves. Despite straining relations with a few countries across the East, we should not give up in granting humanitarian needs to impacted citizens and give them refuge in our land so they can lead their lives better with a quality education and lifestyle with high, with high paying careers and lifestyles. America has done well, but also lost its battle in a few areas. We will not break with diplomacy. We will rise beyond grace and the world will witness us soar above the skies. It won't be easy and will take a while, but we will achieve it. Let's continue to build and expand our commitment to great relations with the world, at home and abroad. Our humanity, our humanity depends on our promises and conviction. Thank you. Happy Sunday.